Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi, welcome back. Good to see you again. <laughs> or to talk to you again. Um, we are back with Connection Show with Brian and Nicole. And once again, we have Miss Deb Aldridge. Yay, Yay welcome. Yay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad you're here. Mm -hmm. You can connect with us anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> and you can too on connectionshow.org, and you can see us anytime or listen to us on there. That what was, you got? That was a good segue. That was, that was a really good segue. <laughs> that was you excellent. can too. <laughs> I know. Brian didn't even pay me for that. That was free. That's amazing. <laughs> I had. Um, rolled right out. You can. <laughs> you, you got talents you never knew you had. I know. <laughs> well, you're welcome to uh, send us a question or a prayer request at connectionshow.org, and we'd love to hear from you. Or just say hello and uh, hello. let us know what you're getting out of the episodes. And some people are listening to this <laughs> on the radio. Some people are watching online. And wherever you're connecting with us, we just welcome you. And uh, we want to welcome you back. And uh, last you. week was awesome. Just mm -hmm. hearing how the Lord uh, just was starting to move in your life and he wanted to connect with you. Um, I heard uh, Reinhard Bonnke say this week, in every other religion, we have to go after God and do things for yeah. him. Christianity is the only religion where God goes after his Pursues people. Us. He goes after people yeah. and loves on them. And that's what an awesome father we have. Amen. And just praise God for that. So, um, well, and we he want. He came after me. He did, yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and he, yeah, I remember, you know, and let me just share this because a part of him coming after you was when somebody moving in their authority uh, on earth started praying for you guys and started asking the Lord to move in your life and on your behalf. And I'm sure I wasn't the only one, but what I want to say is, you know, if the Lord puts somebody on your heart, pray for that person. Yeah. Yes. Lift them up. And um, before we get into this completely, there was something that uh, kind of came up to me that I, you know, you, one of the things that really moved in that testimony that you shared last week was that there was kind of a word of knowledge that was directly connected and it helped break down that shell. Mm -hmm. And I felt like we should maybe do that for just a second because I, I, I just believe that there's somebody out there watching that's saying, you know what, I need to connect with God. And there's some things that we'll have. If you have, either one of you guys have a word that you think is for somebody that's listening to this or watching this, just share it. But I just want to pray right now. I think I, I see, uh, felt like the Holy Spirit was just showing me a guy that was driving down the road. And I, I think either his name is Jay or his name starts with Jay. And uh, you're going down the road, say, man, I, you know, I kind of want, on the inside you're saying I want that, but on the outside it's kind of like I don't want to be, you know, this wimpy guy. But the Lord right now, uh, he's just touching your heart and he wants to connect with you. He wants to love on you and show you how powerful he is. And I believe that you're, when you hear this, you're going to be driving down the road. I think that you're deciding you've been trying to quit smoking. And uh, you're just, the Lord is saying, hey, it's time to put that down. And I want to connect with you, not just in that way, but in all kinds of ways. And so anybody else that's listening to that and it just connects with you in some way, even if your name isn't Jay, you can grab a hold of that and say, 
man, I believe the Lord's talking to me through that as well. And so I just pray for you right now. Lord, just let Jay have strength and anybody else that will connect with that. Let them have strength right now to just see what is clearly you. Lord, let their eyes of understanding, the eyes of their heart, see clearly what is your will and what's not. And Lord, I just pray right now that strength and peace would flood them and that they would be strengthened with all your might, Father, so that they can walk into the fullness of who you are. And we just praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Do you all have any, any words there or any specific prayers? Well, the main thing that comes to mind right now, and we've been talking about this a lot, at church but it's just been resounding in me over and over is obedience one step of obedience can break the impossibilities so i just encourage anybody listening or watching doesn't matter if it makes sense it doesn't matter if it all lines up if it's everything that you thought um you should do or whatever but if you get a word from the lord just obey because he can make everything fall in line the way it should even if you don't know the whys or the hows one step of obedience can really break the impossibilities yeah yeah that was what Stephen did he yeah. heard a yeah. word that sunday morning i don't know why i don't know what i don't i don't yes. have to know the details but right. i am being drawn to go to church today yeah and he didn't understand why but yeah. he, we were obedient amen yeah and there's a um uh i just wrote something not too long ago and we've been talking about it some at churches that a lot of times the Lord is going to operate outside of your your norm. Mm-hmm. He's going to operate outside of your normal. And what he's trying to get you to do is to get you to place yourself in his normal. Yeah. Because his normal is always better than our normal. Um, if we could solve all of our problems, we would do it. He can solve them all, but in order for us to get to that place, we've got to move, we've got to humble ourselves to not stay firmly planted in ourselves, but to get firmly planted into Jesus. And in order to do that, a lot of times he's got to help us break outside of our mindset, outside of our grid, outside of our thinking. And the thing that the Lord really had me, um, you know, write and recently was, is God worthy truly worthy of being god if he's confined or can be confined by your logic or do you want a god that can't be confined by your logic because if i can get god to fit inside of my brain um that means i understand everything there is about him and that means that i am completely limited to what i have right now and my knowledge and my power and i'm telling you that falls short so much but with christ we can explode out of that and move into an omnipotent power an all-powerful god an all-knowing god one that knows your name jay one that knows who you are and but sometimes those things they break outside of what we call normal and outside of our logical thinking and we need that and um so we uh we'll jump right back into some testimonies this week with you deb and um you know you went from uh kind of being disconnected from christ Mm -hmm. 
and being outside of you know what his plan for you he started just going after you and chasing you uh, y'all made a step of obedience to go to church one Sunday yep. one Sunday made mm -hmm. all the difference mm -hmm. he shows up kind of blows away some of your logic gets inside of your heart and says let me be Lord y'all said okay and everything's changed in the last three and a half years. Matter of fact, you went from being that person to a couple years later, the Holy Spirit put it on your heart and our heart also as leaders of the church. She needs to be in charge of the super kids, um, the, the kids program and overseeing and also on our leadership team. And you're doing an awesome job at that. And we always, I, I can't tell you how much of a blessing you are. But one of the things that I love uh, that Deb brings to the table is, man, she gets in there and goes after God. And she wants to learn and get mm -hmm. to know him and move more in intimacy with the Father all the time. And that has really catapulted you. And not everybody does that. And uh, that's, you know, to your credit, you heard the call of the Lord in that and to go after him. And even you said last week, uh, look, even if I had to drive two hours or two or three hours every week there and back, I wanted to be there for the word on Wednesday night so that I could grow. Because what might I miss or, or that anointing that's present there that could be imparted. And your hunger, the, the Lord says this, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, his right things, you honor him, you hunger and thirst, you will be satisfied. He's been satisfying you, I know. So um, you Absolutely. got a testimony? Maybe. <laughs> well, tell us something. <laughs> um, probably the one that was related to the children's ministry piece, uh, because I know that one has always resonated with me every time my memory takes me back to that experience. So to know why that meant so much to me is to go back to who I was when I was growing up in the church. So I grew up Catholic, um, attended service every Sunday, uh, but found myself as I came of age, you know, as I was a starting teenager, I was interested in serving in church. I, I wanted to be a part of the service, so I found myself, I was reading in church. I was um, serving the body and the blood of Christ in church. I was uh, commentating, meaning I was opening the service, I was closing the service, doing the announcements. If I wasn't doing that, I was in the choir. In fact, I remember one Sunday, I had to do a reading uh, for the Mass, and I didn't understand how to pronounce one of the words I had to pronounce. It was one of the cities or one of the areas or whatever, and I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. That and happens I, to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I still sort of just phonetically pass right over it. <laughs> um, but I remember purposing myself to approach the priest even prior to the service and say, can you help me understand not only how to say this word, but can you help me understand the context in which I'm speaking it? Because I can deliver it on a different level if I understand what's going on around this. So right. understand, I had not had any of that. Right. But I had a heart to serve. Right. And I think the Lord knew that. I don't think I know the Lord knew that <laughs> about me. So when we started to attend service here, it was immediately how and where do I plug in? How, right. how do I start to serve in my church? Because now this is becoming my church and I don't just want to sit in the seat. I want to be a part of the operations of it. Amen. 
So I remember I started, I think, volunteering in Super Kids, and I was on the schedule, you know, once a month or so. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, kids is not something <laughs> that's super exciting for me, at least initially. I'm, an, I'm a registered nurse by training, so I that, had... That's great that you say that because so many people find themselves always resisting a certain area mm -hmm. and I know where this story is going and they don't realize the blessing that God has for them in the area that they resisted for so long mm -hmm. and if they would open up their heart God could do something and boy did he amen so I found myself serving in children's ministry not quite sure what I was doing I remember Nicole saying it's okay Deb it's prescribed <laughs> there's a lesson plan. There's a DVD. You plug in the DVD, it pretty much runs the show. Like, I can do that. <laughs> so I remember serving in that way. And then it was maybe a few months. This was after I had moved back uh, to Albemarle and had started my new position. And I remember one Sunday, I think it was after the service, Pastor Brian had been to the Believers Convention in Texas. He had just come back from that. So I'd spent some good time under some good word, spending time with the Lord. He approached me after the service very quickly in his very Brian way, <laughs> uh, says to me, Deb, I need you to pray over something. Now, over the last two years, I come to, I know now what that means. But at the time <laughs> it was, I need you to pray over something. I was like, okay, what do you, what do you need me to pray over? I'll pray over it. I'll do that. <laughs> And what, I will join you in prayer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what you were saying. <laughs> yes. But what he said to me was, I want you to pray over whether or not you should lead children's ministry. A little bigger. It, it was a touch bigger. <laughs> just a touch. <laughs> and I remember almost catching my breath. <laughs> me? Are you sure you're picking me? I'm not qualified to do this job. I'm not I'm barely qualified to lead it in the classes I'm leading. You're asking me to pray over whether or not I should take over running an entire portion of the ministry? <gasps> okay, I'll pray. But what I did do was I purposed myself to be obedient yeah. and pray over it and had built enough of a relationship with you, with Nicole, Pastor Nicole, and with my father to know that as my shepherd, you were not leading me down a wrong path. Right. You were planting what has now become an amazing experience for me yeah. in my Christian walk and my fellowship relationship with my father. Yeah, I had heard from the Lord pretty clearly on it, which is before I ever brought it to you. Yeah. So, you know, up to that point, my... You know, I wouldn't mind teaching. I wouldn't mind operations. I wouldn't mind anything, but not the kids. <laughs> Don't <laughs> give me the kids. kids. Anything but the kids. Um, but I did pray over it. And I, I also remember That's you sharing with me that to be a leader in the church, that I needed to seek being filled with the Holy Spirit. That that was something uh, that was the next step in the process for me. That that I also needed to be praying over that as well. Right. So it was sort of like the Lord just sort of dropped two nuclear bombs in my lap and <laughs> said, I'm, I'm drawing you. Uh, it's time. It's right. you've, you've now ha been exposed to who I am enough 
you've you trust me and I'm going to start drawing on you. Right. And that's exactly what he did. And I stepped into that role. Um, and prior to really fully stepping into that role was stepping into being filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Which was a phenomenal, phenomenal experience for me. Amen. Stephen and I had very different experiences as it relates to this. Stephen simply knew the scripture, asked, and received. <laughs> it was spontaneous. In fact, I think it was in the shower one morning. He came out and he's like, I'm filled. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. What's that like? Uh, me, on the other hand, there, there was certainly an opportunity for... Uh, Did you think God was in the shower with you? <laughs> Did that ever cross your mind? <laughs> some of the best teaching, some of the best words I've gotten from the Lord have been getting in while in or getting out of the shower. It's, yeah. it's an amazing experience. Just a side note, do you know why that is? No. It's because that's when we quiet down and, don't, and we stop focusing on every, yeah. everything else. He says, be still and know that I am God. And when we actually stop, we're doing something like that that's very mundane to us. We'll actually stop our mind enough, then God can, we can hear from mm -hmm. him. We need to do that more often, but not Absolutely. just in the shower. Right. Good yeah. point. Yeah. So Good it's point. important to take lots of showers. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I'm not going <laughs> to refute that either. <laughs> so there was sort of... Um, I guess I, I, there's no other word that comes to mind, um, so I apologize, I'll define it. There was a cacophony of things that happened sort of all within about a month's period. And by cacophony, I mean there were things coming, feeling like they were coming at me from a number of different directions, right? Cacophony yeah. is a loud banging sound or, or multiple sounds coming from multiple places. And I think that's the best way for me to, to describe what happened within that sort of two, three month period in there because it was at the very same time that I had a draw that I wanted to spend more time with the Lord. I wanted to get in the word. I wanted to um, get to know him better. And I remember thinking, when can I make that time? Right. I, I wanna know, Lord, show me where I can find that time in my day. Right. And I remember him saying, you love getting up early in the morning. Why don't you get up early in the morning and make your cup of coffee and spend some time with me before you get ready in the morning? And it was like, perfect. I can yeah. do that. So I remember setting my alarm very early and starting to get into the routine of getting up at five o'clock in the morning and being excited about getting up at five o'clock in the morning to be able to sit quietly, read the Bible, watch a sermon. You just lost like most of the audience where you realize that, right? Like I was excited. I was excited. <laughs> I was excited. I love you. This is proof the opposites attract. I love you. I love my day. I love you. I do not love 5 a.m. <laughs> well, I wanted. But your hunger for the yes. Lord yes. is what made you excited. Yes. Yeah. And I, I continue that to this day. Yeah. I look forward to the mornings when I know I'm not doing something else or I'm not needing to accomplish another task. I'm excited for the mornings when I know I can sit and just spend time with him. Yeah. Amen. Um, so that started around that time. Uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit happened around that time. And I remember understanding being filled in my head. I had it up here. I had the teaching. I knew what it was and the doors it would open up for me, 
but I wasn't quite sure how to push through the last piece. And that last piece was getting over my flesh and letting, letting that, um, praying in other tongues, letting that prayer language come out of my mouth. Mm. Yeah. And I needed your help in doing that. Yeah. I needed both of your help yeah. in doing that. And at that point, we were spending time on Sunday afternoons at your house, yeah. um, continuing just to fellowship and get to know each other. And I remember um, this was shortly after you had expressed to me, it's time. Yeah, yeah. And because I remember. The Lord, had, Lord had let me know about that. And, and what, you know, she's describing a lot of people, what happens with a lot of people is that they will have teachings and they will have the world and everything. When it comes to being filled with the Holy Spirit, there's so much teaching that's kind of against that that mentally when they come up to that place it's like their mind puts the puts the clamps down mm -hmm. on it and you almost you have to take scripture and kind of loosen those cramp clamps enough so that you will let the holy spirit flow it's like uh, you know almost putting a kink in the water hose and you've got to let the scripture straighten that back out and show you so that the flow of the river of life of god can flow through you and and we've stepped a lot of people through that process but it's man i've seen a lot of people that have that exact exact thing and for anyone who's wondering i think for me one of the things that spoke to me was i knew in the scripture it said that there were uh, disciples that prayed uh, ceaselessly or they they went yeah. into their prayer closet and they they didn't stop praying mm -hmm. and i remember in my flesh mind in my thinking mind thinking how is that possible <laughs> you are going to run out of stuff to say <laughs> I mean, I can only pray. Yeah. I, I can only pray for my house and my car and my kids and my family. So you can only times. go down so many linkages, right? Before you done prayed for everybody, all your friends, all your kin, your kin's dogs, and you have run out of what to pray. So I knew there must be something different about being filled that would allow me to go to another level. Mm -hmm. And I think that is part of who I am in wanting to grow in my fellowship walk with him. Right. It's knowing there's another step. And when I take that step, there's another step. Yeah. And take that step and there's another step. Yeah. It's unceasing. And to know that as I take each step, more and more doors and windows open mm -hmm. and more and more pieces start to become clear or yeah. get connected in a way that I didn't expect, that's what excites me. Yeah. That I'm almost like a kid at Christmas. Yeah. Like I open one box and it's like, ooh, there's another box. <laughs> I want another box. You're not going to exhaust God. No, and that's super exciting to yeah. me that no matter, no matter whether I open a box or not, there's another box yeah. and another box. And he's going to just keep stacking them and they're going to get bigger. Yeah. I want the bigger ones. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So when it came to being filled. And that's not a wrong thought because the word says covet the best gift. Yes. You know, this is the one thing he says you can covet this is covet the best gifts. Well, that means that we need to hunger for the things of God, the next step, the next box. We need to hunger and thirst for those things. So that's, you're right on, that's the Holy Spirit already leading you for those things. Right. So, and we're, you know, running close, running yeah. close to time. So 
explain you know just your experience as you were filled and then explain uh quickly also just what you've gotten out of the children's ministry how much you've grown in that so so immediately upon being filled it was like i had peeled off my flesh and i was light oh man i remember feeling like i was walking on cloud nine yeah that i was when you got filled with the holy spirit mm -hmm, yeah absolutely i remember driving to work and just feeling lighter i felt <laughs> uh brighter i i thought for sure everyone must see that on my face <laughs> how could you not see on my face what had just experienced what i had just experienced that's so great and it lasted for a long time 10 days maybe and i found myself as it was dimming and it did dim a little for me was i don't want that feeling to go away yeah how do can. i how do i make that feeling happen again i want that feeling yeah and hungering and thirsting after that feeling so now as I've uh, grown in leading the children's ministry in Super Kids, I think what I have found, I would imagine many children's ministry leaders, um, I would hope many children's ministry leaders would share this same heart. And that's that I have almost learned more, grown more from teaching these kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's because the lessons are simple, they're easily digestible, but there, there are nuggets that I've been able to harvest off of what I've taught these kids that I was not expecting. I thought for sure, <laughs> right, that I was just going to put on the teacher hat and I was going to just, I was going to teach all this stuff and that it wasn't necessarily going to impact me. And I was amazingly corrected to the fact that, no, Deb, this is just as much for you yeah. as it is for the kids you're delivering the message to. I remember the Lord telling me that before I ever asked you to do it. He said, I'm going to teach her so much in this. And I was like, hallelujah, that's awesome. And he did, and he has, and he continues to do that. Yeah. And I think the amazing part of that is coupling the gift of being filled with the Holy Spirit with the lesson template that's provided is I've, I'm now learning how to allow the Holy Spirit to modify, adjust, um, do what he would do through these lessons instead of feeling like I'm yeah. checking a box of I do this and then I do this and then I do this. I'm at the point now, whereas if the Holy Spirit says, mm, throw yeah. that out the window today, we're <laughs> going to do something completely different. I'm comfortable in that. I'm That's at awesome. rest in that. Um, and then what I've watched is how closely it lines up with what you're teaching or what yeah. Barrett's teaching in the youth. It's like everything just goes and I just sort of sit back and go, you're amazing. He's the greatest commander we can ever have if we will learn how to get on his communication mm -hmm. frequency, so to speak. And that's what the Holy Spirit helps us to do. It's one of the things yes. that he does is he helps us to hear what God wants and move down that path. And so, you know, being filled with the Holy Spirit is a huge part of the Christian's life. And it is commanded. And you can see it in the Word. Today is not all about proving that. But I do believe that there will be people that are watching and listening that say, I want to do that. 
I want to step into some of the things like Deb. So let's just pray in the couple of minutes that we have left. Let's just pray for them. And so I just invite you right now. Maybe, maybe you're saying, I want more. I want intimacy with God like what they're talking about. I want, I want the um, Holy Spirit to fill me. I want to be connected to uh, you know, the obedience of Christ, to hear from him and then be empowered to do everything he's asked me to do, not just a little bit, but to covet the things of God. And, or I want to be you know, outside of fear enough where I can actually go and do things that I've been scared of all my life. And so if you're connecting to any of that or even something that I didn't say that it would amplify your walk with God, let we just pray with you right now. Just, uh, just say this prayer with me. Just say, Father, I just want to connect with you in greater and greater ways. I just want to move with you, Lord. And I ask Jesus, Jesus, be my Lord, be my Savior, be the director of my life, be the director of my life. And, and Lord, just, just, I believe that God sent Jesus to die for me, and I believe that he brought him back to life for me. Jesus, be my Lord today. I receive you as that. And Father, Jesus, I just ask that you fill me. You baptize me in the Holy Spirit right now today. I just ask that you baptize me in the Holy Spirit. And Lord, just ask that through that, that you would strengthen me with all might to be about your will, to step into my purpose, to fulfill the destiny that you saw from the beginning of time. And I will do what you asked me to do, and I'm empowered by you in Jesus' name. Amen. And now I just challenge you to step into that. I challenge you to step into the things of God. We are so glad you joined us today. And Deb, thanks again. Yes. We've enjoyed having you so much. And praise God for what he's doing. Amen. Amen. Have a great one. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.